following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. That's right. It's Friday. We got the money to come to you in brilliant color. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to hour two of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk, everything entertainment, everything. Holly is sending you secret messages right now via Morse code. <laughs> there we go. Really, Holly? That's right. It's amazing. Oh. Lisa was able to decipher that. <laughs> I'm Jace. Gal pal Lisa LaCourcier filling in for Alexis. Holly's here sending Morris code to you. Uh, Agree. All right, right there. If you can decipher it, you're going to win a lot of money. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, you're not. It's a little joke there. Don't call the lawyers. It's Friday, March 1st, 2024. Uh, thanks for being here. Oh, it's March. Oh, it's March. I sound like the newscasters that Jimmy Kimmel and John Oliver make fun of. Can you believe it's March already? (laughs) Please make fun of us, Jimmy Kimmel. Please, please. please. But I'm not kidding, though. It feels like Christmas just ended, and here we are on the top of the March mountain. It's crazy to me. Do you know how many golf courses have been open in January and February in Minnesota? It's bonkers. Really? Oh, yeah. Lisa's a golfer, so... I know. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't you? Yep. Why wouldn't you? Oh. 60, 70 degrees. A lot of the courses were opening when it was like 45. And this weekend, what's it going to be, Holly? It's going to be what, 80, 82? <laughs> what's it going to be this weekend? <laughs> it's going to be almost 70. Oh, my goodness. Well, and today is the official beginning of meteor- meteorological spring. Oh. What? Yes. <laughs> Winter is over? Winter is over. Meteorological winter is December, January, and February. And March oh. signals the beginning of meteorological spring. Oh, uh, thank not, God. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Seriously. <laughs> You're going to see people <laughs> naked in the streets. Bring on cabin season. Bring oh, on cabin no season. kidding. Let's I'm so ready. Oh, I'm so ready, Lisa. Let's get oh, back up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, Pinebrook, here we come. Oh. Uh, we're so glad you're here, though. Now, um, we're going to start off with a request from Holly. Uh, she needs the internet. Um well, the internet can't figure something out, right, Holly? And we need it to figure something out. Well, that's right, Jason and Lisa. We need to help the internet out because apparently this has been a mystery that's been going on for years. Three years to be precise. The internet can't figure out this 17-second snippet of a song. Okay. So this clip was uploaded in 2021 by somebody who goes by the name Carl92, who wanted to know if anyone could Hi, identify this song. Uh <laughs> This guy wrote, I don't remember its origin, and between a bunch of very old files and a DVD backup, I found this, and it sounds somewhat familiar. It was posted on Reddit. The hive mind apparently failed over at Reddit, and the hive mind of TikTok has apparently failed, too. Now, listen to this snippet of a 17-second song. This is all we've got. It probably came out sometime in the 80s. Okay. But listen to it. See if it uh, puts a little tickle. In your tickler file. Okay. Here we go. Oh, it sounds vaguely familiar. That voice sounds vaguely familiar. Does it tickle your pickle? Well, I don't know if it tickles me, but... Holly, did it tickle? I have no idea what this is because it know. sounds like... Didn't tickle my pickle. Any kind of generic 80s song. Mm-hmm. Yes! And apparently it's driving TikTok mad because nobody can figure out what it is. And especially with the TikTok, you know, the TikTok community sometimes skews young. And they're offering unhelpful hints like, why don't you Shazam it? 
Okay, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Yeah. And nobody can figure out who sung that song, what the name of the song is, and where it comes from. It's been a mystery for three years. We can find the Titanic, but we can't figure this out. <laughs> Jason, yes. By the way, we did that in 85, but probably around the same time this song was. Because, listen, and Holly, you're way better at music than I am. If you listen to the instrumentation, the electronic uh, keyboardness of that song, that is mid-80s. Yes, definitely. Right. It's it, not early 80s. It's mid-80s. Yes. And so, Jason, that's what people have been doing They've been sleuthing around. They've identified the drum machine and the synths used for the song. Yeah. They're saying it's a Lin drum and a Yamaha DX7, if that means oh, anything wow. to anybody. Holy Which, Jason, to your point, yeah. narrows it down to around 1983. Oh, early. 80s. Oh, 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 early. Huh. Okay, well, I'm, I'm off. I would have guessed uh, 84, 85. Well, by a year, Jason. You're, okay. you're, I would call 1983 into the mid 80s. Yeah, yeah. So you're right on the money. So, and it also sounds like, you know, some people are like, oh, gee, it sounds like Roxette, a little uh, Savage Garden. Some people are like, sounds like the guy oh. who sang the Pokemon TV song, the theme song. But you know what? Nobody has figured it out. Can we play it one more time now that we've talked about it? I, I'm. Tell me know, the it, truth. It also sounds like the closing credits song to an 80s movie, like a teen movie or something. I don't know. Jason, you're Whoa. also onto something because oh, a, oh, there is a me. theory. Look at this. I'm on fire today. There is a theory that this song may have been an unreleased demo or an advertising jingle. I was mm. going to say it sounded like almost like a jingle to me. There's another theory that it was created in the United States for a film and it was never used. Yeah. Uh, I like both of those. Who, where did? How did this surface? Where did this originally come from? The internet. Yeah, somebody somebody <laughs> found it. Now, Lisa, it's a good question because this is kind of a manifestation of this thing called Lost Wave, where there's lots of forgotten things, archives of just content out there, and people upload them on the internet. And they're just like, hey, I got a bunch of old tapes. I'm going to put it online and see what happens. Think of... The things that could get done in someone's lives, like organizing or don't think about it too much. Like the fact that people sit and spin on this stuff is oh, crazy to uh, me for hours. Yeah. L- listen to us. We just did a whole radio yeah, segment about it. Come and over I, and, and I clean my garage it. because this is this is fascinating. Now I'm going to have mm, that song in I my know. head today. I'm going to be sitting at the airport <laughs> thinking about that damn song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I should be enjoying a it has a little vodka soda. Olivia Newton John. It kind of reminds it kind of like the uh, let's get physical. It has a little physical. hint of that, doesn't it? A dash of physical. It does. That was such a good song. It was. Sorry if I could just take a moment to say that. Sexy. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Olivia. I can't believe I'm saying that too. But anyway, uh, well, if you have any guesses, please email the mystery song uh, email hotline via our show page at mytalk1071.com. I just, oh, thank yeah. you, Holly. Yeah, or go on Reddit. Reddit, share your theories. The internet would love to know them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While you're doing that, sign up for listener rewards. You're on the internet anyway. Hey, it's a new month, so we have new prizes that you can win. Pink, well, we've had that, but you can, uh, Pink added a new concert date, so now you can enter to win tickets to that date on October 17th. Movie passes to see Arthur the King. 
Plus, we got gift cards to Quick Trip. What? Oh, I love me some <laughs> chicken fingers, uh, some ch- chicken tendies from the Quick yeah, Trip. Yeah, get that milk in a plastic bag. That's right. Ulta Beauty, the Boo of the Kara, Caribou mm. gift cards, and more. Start listening, start winning. MyTalk1071.com. Uh, when we return, Oprah makes a big announcement. Uh, and Nicole Kidman does too when we return. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Lisa, Holly, you'll be very impressed with our with our guest host today. Uh, Lisa did some Columbo, MacGyver, Jessica Fletchering during that commercial break. <laughs> yes. About your mystery song. Yes. Lisa, uh, tell the folks what you uh, kind of looked at there. Well, what immediately popped to mind popped to my mind was limited warranty. Does anybody remember them? The Minneapolis band. From back in the day, they were on Star Search, one of the first uh, uh, few years of Star Search. Anyway, if you if you listen, they had a song called Victory Line, and they had a couple other quote-unquote hits, and they, they were this close to making it big, um, but it just didn't happen. But yeah, uh, limited warranty. It, it gave me limited warranty vibes. Let me look. I'm going to look them up now. Limited warranty. Limit, limited warranty, which band. Yeah. is actually a really good name for a band. Mm-hmm. Um and what was the song you were thinking well, of? Well, it just there was a couple different ones. Victory like, Line. Victory Line was kind of their most popular song. Here, I'm gonna Holly, what do you think? Totally agree with Lisa. The vocals, yes. The instrumentation, not so much. Not so much, because they're yeah. relying more on actual instruments rather than synths. Yeah. But so good one, Lisa. Look at Thanks. Lisa. I yeah. mean, just getting it done, girl. Getting it done. Appreciate it. Um, Oprah. Made a very large announcement, a very big announcement. She's leaving. She's leaving Weight Watchers, everyone. She's peacing out. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm out. I can't do Weight Watchers anymore. What? I know, Oprah. I know. Um, Because she revealed that she's on the weight loss meds. So she decided to leave uh, her position. But she's donating... She's not completely leaving. She's donating her share of por- of of the portions. I forgot who she was donating it to. Uh, um, she's donating it to the um, National Museum of African American History and that's Culture. That's right. Yeah, she's leaving the board and giving away her stock. Oh, because of the revelation that she is on these meds, so she didn't feel it was right. 
Now, I'm confused because I thought the meds that she was on was part of the Weight Watchers plan. I was just going to say that. I thought they announced that a year or so ago. Yeah, yeah I would say I would mm, take issue with that issue. How- <laughs> <laughs> For two reasons. One, because Weight Watchers, WW, launched the whole uh, you know uh, weight loss drug aspect of their plan mm-hmm. exactly when Oprah announced that she had been taking Ozempic. Two... This was kind of expected because apparently she only signed an extension through 2020 uh, until 2025. So that would be until the end of this year, 2024. And so it was kind of a natural thing that she would not be seeking reelection to the board. But I maybe they didn't know to the extent that she was going to be departing. Yeah. Well, then I, I probably just the Internet and the gossip rags, but the way they made it, they they characterized her departure in a way that it was connected to the the weight loss drugs. I'm like, well, wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. at all. No. Because all of these programs now uh, use these category of drugs, which the name of the category escapes me, um, Ozempic and the whole family of those. I, I just watched a whole a whole uh, Vox.com thing on it, and I can't think of the category it's called. But anyway. Semi-glutides? Yeah, yeah. There's a shorter. It doesn't matter. But you guys know what I mean. The Ozempic family of drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> those, those drugs. Um, and Weight Watchers has it. Uh, our very own Livia here uh, that you hear people has a has a, a component that utilizes. Yeah. yeah. Um, a version, you know, a relative of the Ozempic. Um, so that's why when they said this about Oprah, I'm like, well, what's the big deal? Don't you don't you want her to be on that? If you're offering it as a part of a program, well, I don't know. Yeah, it was a lot of, all part of a larger picture because Weight Watchers bought a telehealth business that offers virtual prescriptions for patients to issue these drugs. Yeah. And then Oprah, at the end of the year, while she was doing the massive press run for her film, The Color Purple, you know, so she's getting a lot of attention. She announced that she's on a weight loss medication that she's added to her regime. Mm-hmm. So if anything, it was like, okay, Oprah, stay on until we launch this and you can speak to it. And then good day to you. Good day. Mm-hmm. Good day to you, Oprah. And then the stock dropped, what, oh, they say 20% or uh-huh. something yesterday? Yep. Because no more Opes. Which doesn't make just, any sense. The program's the same. Yeah. Whether uh, whether it could be Sally Jesse Raphael mm-hmm. uh, fronting it. It's still, it's the same pro. Nothing's changed. So, uh, from you know Wednesday to today, mm-hmm. the same program, but yeah, I don't know. Mm. I uh, I I have thought about those drugs. I, I I've been very curious, but I they're just so new. You know, it's like oof, it scares me just a little bit. Well, they've actually they've been around. I mean, it's you know treating diabetes, yeah. right? So, and that's how they found out that people were losing weight. So they've been around. I just. I think the the question is, if you don't have diabetes, what does that do to your mm-hmm. system? Right? Long term, so yeah. You know. But Oprah, Oprah looks good. Just saw she a little looks bit. Freaking amazing! Just saw a video of her yesterday with her little purple dress. I'm like, look at her. I'm just looking at her gorgeous face too. I mean, she just she has looks not aged. Amazing. Yeah, has not and has, aged and hasn't done anything funky to her face, right? Because no. so many people, after a while, you're like, who is that, right? But. She looks like Oprah, only a skinny version. You know who I saw yesterday who um, has been, and I, I loved it. We talked about on the show who I loved her openness. Kristen Davis, who was very open about how her regrets of doing like a, 
uh, plumping or the the uh, uh, injectables uh, for her. Now, I because I do, you know, I do Botox, but she did. She regretted it because it made like they call it the chicken cutlet look where mm-hmm. it looks like you have chicken cutlets in your. I saw if you guys don't follow her, go look at Kristen Davis's most recent Instagram or I think yeah, I was on. I'm not on the talk a lot, but she looks so good and happy and I don't want to say back to herself. That's rude. But she, uh, amazing. She doesn't look like she did when she was doing those. She, it is the, like the most natural best version of her. Maybe that's how to say it. I, I had to do a sec. I had to do a double take. She was in her kitchen or something. I thought, oh my God, Kristen, you look so good. You look so, so good. Oh yeah. Go check that out. Cause it just, it made me happy because I love her. I love Charlotte. Mm. When we come back, we're going to play a little Would You Rather and uh, Boob Tube. We'll wrap up the second hour. Heading to MSP today to go to my little Dallas reunion. Hey, it's Jace for MSP, the best airport. There's no, like, you don't need to tell me why it's number one on best airport list from from here to, to, to the end of the world. Uh, they are the best. And it's because they have so many things to offer. So many of us actually get to MSP early just to take advantage of uh, their over 150 shops and restaurants. For instance, one of the restaurants they just opened, Justin Sutherland's brand new uh, Northern Soul. I had an opportunity to try his chicken sandwich a couple days ago. So good. Get that chicken sandwich. It's right there uh, in the main mall. Of course, you have other local favorites too, uh, like Stone Arch. Hi, Mona. Mona's the best bartender ever there. Uh, And of course, Red Cow. And Shops too, the Prince store. There are so many local stores there that you can grab some Minnesota goods to take to your friends and family. So, your next trip, get there early and you'll discover why from ticketing to takeoff, MSP is the best. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And now, a moment with Johnny Carson. Piggly Wiggly. Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) Describe Kermit's wedding night. Has been a moment with Johnny Carson. <laughs> oh, Johnny. oh, Johnny. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk. Later on our My Talk app, I'm Jace with uh, Holly and filling in for Alexis, babe, gal pal, Lisa La Corsier. Lisa. Good morning. La Corsier. Uh, coming up, weekly trivia face off in our third hour. Ross and Rocco are our enemies this week. And Holly, what's the category today? It's the 1970s. Oh. We did okay in our practice Ugh. round, Lise. 
Okay. We did. Okay. We did. But well, you are a rock star. No, so. you got pet rock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, so let's celebrate the wins okay. while we can. Right. Yeah. Okay. Time to play Would You Rather. It's time to make a choice. Jason and Alexis present Would You Rather? We're going to play a little Would You Rather while we listen to wonderful music from department stores in uh, 1973. Uh, Oh, and the music ends just as I drop the needle. I always love when that happens. Here we go. Please enjoy these. You ready, Lise? Yes. You ready, Holly? Yep. We're going to start with an easy one. Would you rather celebrate your birthday in a bar or celebrate your birthday at home? Hi. Have we met? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go with bar for Lisa. That's right. Holly Roberts. I'm going to celebrate at home. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Show me bar. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a great hey. birthday with cheeseburgers and the honeymooners a couple of years ago. That was really nice. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. <laughs> oh, you watched one of the classic 39, of course. Sure yeah. did. Oh, this is interesting. Here we go. Would you rather be able to control your dreams or be able to watch them the next day? Mm, watch them the next day. Holly Roberts. Ooh, mighty powers lay within this question, but I would like to watch them the next day. I want to see what the heck is going on inside of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I don't want to control them. I no, don't care. Why? Let, let whatever happen. If I want to be eaten by a panda, you know what I mean? Or whatever weird crap my mind can come up with. Yeah, I don't, don't care. Need to control them. No, I don't need control. That would be great if you could just like project them onto your television. Yeah. Like, what the heck is going on there? There's a raptor yeah. in my dream. <laughs> and my <laughs> and my aunt is writing it. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Would you rather have to use the same toothbrush as your partner or have to <laughs> or have to use the same towel as your partner? Uh, uh, mm. Well, Mike has really great teeth. Uh, he does. And I feel like um, if I had to choose, I would. Oh, God, I don't know. That's kind of a violation on both ends. But um, I'm going to say toothbrush. Holly Roberts. I'm going to use my partner's towel. The thought of putting that toothbrush in my mouth <laughs> physically makes me ill. Just I have a visceral reaction. <laughs> no, oh, Colin has gorgeous teeth. Uh-huh. However, I'm with you. This uh-huh. has nothing to do with Colin. I just. But Holly, I'm with you. That's fine. We'll choose a side on the towel. And we'll, yeah, we'll, thank you. Yep. Well, yep. That, that's true. That's true. Yes. We'll that's prearrange. Okay. okay. And then I'll just shake it off with all this body hair. Yeah. Oh, mm. oh, the toothbrush. Okay. No, that's, that, yeah, were you ever at a, like a sleepover or something when you were growing up and somebody's like, you could just use my toothbrush? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> I'm going to use my finger. Just, yeah, I'd rather. Yeah. Oh. Well, I love at the cabin. Mama Haas has like a, a stockpile of, of toothbrushes just for that yes. reason. So if you need one, if you've forgotten one, she's got an extra. She oh. always like when she's at the dollar store, mm-hmm. she always picks up two or three more, man. Mm-hmm. It's a great mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Would you rather 
have a high tech home or a vintage home? Oh, snap. You know, I love my uh, mid-century modern. Lisa is a mid-century modern Ooh, girl. Oh, God. I, I need I need to think about this for a second. Okay, Holly? Holly? <laughs> uh, I'm going, uh, what, so the option was high-tech home or? Vintage. Vintage. I'm going vintage because my dream is to live in a yurt one day. And I don't like the idea of my refrigerator watching me. Those smart refrigerators and other things freak me out. Even ring cameras freak me out. I don't like it. I'm doing high tech. I ain't living I, well, in a place. Come on. I, yeah, no. I mean, I mean. Why are you doing that? Yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> I need to go. I think I, I need to go with vintage just because yeah. I love the yeah, mid-century. Yeah, and I like mid-century because you're going with aesthetic vintage. You're not going with like. I'm living yurt. in it. Yeah. Oh, oh. No. I'm ready. My body's I ready. It. I want to okay. live in a yurt. Good for you. Yeah. Holly does want to live we'll in a yurt. We'll come visit you once. Yeah. Okay, we'll great. Yurt, we'll yurt visit. Okay, yeah. wonderful. I'm going to have the lie all ready for you when you need oh to use God. the hole in the ground outside. Oh, my. Okay. We're going to go to a gas station instead. Well, great. Yeah. <laughs> Would you? Now, this one's a sexy one. Here we go. Mm. Or perverted. <laughs> Would you rather have phone sex? Or FaceTime sex? You <laughs> phone. I don't need. I don't need to see anything. Just I know. Let your imagination run wild. I don't. Definitely phone. I'm doing phone too. Phone because I'm doing a representation. It's disturbing, Holly. Stop. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> Holly so, is doing a visual representation right okay, now. Jason, Lisa, what are you wearing? <laughs> no, thank you. No sweats. Ooh, what kind of sweats? Are they gray? <laughs> They're black. And I, and, and I have a flannel shirt on. Ew, yeah, gross. We're doing we're doing no, phone sex. No, That's just nasty. Here we go. Mm, let's see here. Oh, this is great. <laughs> This is, they did an expansion pack and I'm loving the new ones. Here we go. Would you rather be very short with a great ass or be reasonably tall with a flat one? Oh, I'll take short and ass all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Write that down, everybody. It's a quote from Lisa. Holly? This is kind of challenging, this one. Uh, Yeah. I think I'm just going to go... Reasonable height, pancake butt. It's okay. I already have that now, so I'm gonna go with short and a good good one. Oh, yeah. I got some junk in my trunk, and I am fine with it. It's yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's a uh, you know, variations on a theme. Mm-hmm. Got you. Nah, it goes, it comes, it goes, whatever. <laughs> oh no, this is a very my talk one. Mm. Here we go. Would you rather? Be an 80s child star actor or a 60s one-hit wonder? 80s. I'm going to be a 60s one-hit wonder. The 80s were not kind to child actors. Yeah, I know they weren't, but I don't have an addictive personality, and so I wouldn't be. Girl, Lisa went deep with that. She really (laughs) thought about that. I I don't think I would have gone down that spiral, but. Yeah. Uh, Holly? Oh, 60s one-hit wonder. 
You could be playing the same song for 60 years and still make a career out of it. Hey, hey, that Happy Together Tour is coming back to the Minnesota State Fair. I saw that. Now, none of those folks are one-hit wonders, but they got a few. And I love going to those. You could pay for your yurt with that income, Holly. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You know that one of my dreams is I'm going to start a yurt colony. Yeah. Oh, God. Out in the desert. This is, Lisa, this is who I work with. Uh, 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 Holly wants to do a yurt colony, and uh, Alexis wants to live on a commune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um. In the yurt colony, we're going to have a gathering space where there will be public, you know, like actual plumbing inside and other things. But then at the end of the day, you get to go off into your yurt and do your thing. And it's all going to be solar pan- uh, powered. Okay, so we're going to be kind of off the grid. It's going to be great. Oh. I don't know which one scares me more, Holly's yurt community or Alexis's commune. It is really a toss-up. <laughs> well, I feel like Alexis's commune. I feel like Alexis's commune is going to have running water, and so oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Oh, so we're I have all that, Lisa. Don't oh, worry, are you? yes. <laughs> okay, and I, I, but I also don't want to live in the desert in a mud hut. Okay, now or here's whatever. Here's a mud hut. Here's <laughs> here's where I'm leaning a little more toward Alexis. Yeah. Uh, the cooking. No offense to Holly, but the food is going to be probably better at Alexis's commune. Yeah, I agree. No can't, offense to your yurt food, Holly. Hey, I'm I just can't saying. argue with that. I can't I argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's close this up. I hope you're happy with your choice. Would you rather? This has been Would You Rather. When we come back, a little boob tube bonanza. Uh, fly with me from Holly. She'll give you her view. And we have to talk about, uh, oh, and Lisa started watching it too. Uh, Next Level Chef, the mm. huge hit on Fox. Boob. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Saturday, Julie has a love-struck young suitor. We could go away together. But her heart's set on an older man on the love boat. Then Mr. Rourke plays matchmaker for a jilted bride. I want a husband by Sunday. And mastermind for a would-be jewel thief on Fantasy Island. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Oh, that was a great night of television right there. Saturday nights on ABC. The Love Boat. Oh, that announcer, the great Ernie Anderson, the father of uh, director Wes Anderson. Oh. Connecting all the dots. Yeah. Huh. Oh, P.T. Anderson. P.T. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's married um, to Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Oh. 
He's uh, uh, Ernie was the voice of the ABC network through the 90s. If you were, were a millennial and you watched America's Funniest Home Videos, you'll know his voice. But yeah, he did. Letterman had him on one time because he loved the way <laughs> Letterman had him on a guest at late night because he loved the way that he said the love boat <laughs> and roots. <laughs> He, oh, did, yeah. he did say roots. Uh, speaking, going back to the question of our uh, Ernie also did the Ernie Anderson did the obviously the promos for roots and Letterman loved the way that he said roots. I'll try to find that. We'll play a little bit later. Meanwhile, welcome back. I played that for a reason uh, because we're going to talk a little TV. Uh, if So please sit back, relax, get a little bit of, uh, you know, Michelob or whatever you're drinking <laughs> right now. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, it's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. We don't really care. Let's open up the uh, the oh, ranch. It's on the boob tube. Boob tube. You watched television last night? I like to watch TV. Saddle up. It's the boob tube bonanza. I'd like to get paid to sit on my ass and watch TV. With Jason and Alexis. We've got a bonanza for you. A boob tube bonanza. We watch TV. We review movies. We tell you or watch TV and review TV so you don't have to. Holly, fly with me. What is this? This is a documentary that's on PBS, and it's all about the history of flight attendants. And how what? Yes, and how flight attendants paid played. Excuse me, a pivotal role in many social movements. That we went through in the mid-century. I'm talking about gender parity, uh, racial rights, workers' rights, fair pay. All of these things we definitely have. We owe a debt to flight attendants working for these rights for us. Really? Hmm. Yeah. And it gives you a, a full history of where flight attendants came from. I thought that was fascinating from the early days of aviation. And it really focuses, you know... On workers' rights for uh, flight attendants and other people. This is a two-hour documentary. I watched it on YouTube. The full thing is up on YouTube, but you can also catch it on your uh, local PBS affiliate or even online. It's now streaming. Uh, This is very fascinating. And if you have any interest in aviation, you have interest in history, you have interest in learning more about the feminist movement, you have more interest in learning about labor rights. All of these things are interconnected in this documentary, Fly With Me. General question, but was there something that, you, there's always like a fun fact that you go, or something that pops out or a learning moment when you go, wow, I did not know that, or that surprised me. Did you have any of those moments watching Fly With Me? In, yeah, I did, Jason. And very early on, the origin of a flight attendant, and I didn't realize this, there was a woman who got her pilot's license back way early on, like in the 1920s. Well, because airlines were sexist, they're like, you can't fly a plane because you're a lady. She also happened to be a nurse. So she went to the airlines, and I think she specifically went to United Airlines and was like, look, you want people to fly your plane. I'm a nurse. I think if I'm on this plane, you're going to make your passengers feel safe. And you're going to get more people to fly on your plane. And so that's kind of the origin story of having a flight attendant. Because early on, guys, you know, these planes were not pressurized. They flew below 10,000 feet. You felt every single bump on the road. And there was a lot of puke and a lot of people not feeling good. And so she was like, yeah, I'm a nurse. And she wanted to fly. And she's like, uh, I mean, basically, I'm putting words in her mouth. Like, okay, you want to be sexist? Then at least let me do this. 
So they were the unfriendly skies is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, they're uh, the unfriendly skies. You know, there was a lot of glamour concerning the role of a flight attendant, but it was very restrictive. There was a lot of uh, misogyny, a lot of racism, a lot of uh, unfair pay, all sorts of things. So if you want to take a deep dive into that, go and watch this. It's a couple hours. It's really worth it. Fly with me on PBS. I I would sit down. It's a it's an occupation where, and I know you two will be, you will agree with me on this. Like my buddy Kendall over here on the Jason show, her mom was a flight attendant for Northwest Airlines for many years. I... It's an occupation where I would like to sit down with all of them and just have a have a non-alcoholic uh, a beverage, an orange juice, and just listen to their stories. Because can you imagine? Mm-hmm. It's an occupation where I'm sure they have a thousand and one stories, whether it's passenger behavior or people that they've had on their flights, uh, uh, turbulent, bad weather. It's just, I, I, I just, I'm sure they have a ton of great stories. Oh, a ton. Yeah. yeah. Seen, seen the best and worst. Absolutely. In yeah. And, you know, for me, it's like a personal connection to all of this. You know, my my grandmother, she wasn't a flight attendant, but she worked on the ground in the 1950s and 60s and into the 70s. She was married to two pilots. <laughs> and uh, both my parents worked in the airline industry. My mom still works in the airline industry. So uh, there's definitely a long history and a personal connection with all of this, but it's just informative in the way that these flight attendants impacted particularly in women's rights. And we have a lot to thank them for. And it, you pay attention to what they, what they did because they worked hard for that. So thank you flight attendants. Thank you flight attendants. We love you and appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And and we know that you're not just there to service Mm -hmm. cocktails or uh, bags of sunships. You, the stories that you have about, you know, people changing their children's diapers on the, on their tray table. Um, I, I remember a, a, a gentleman came in who was a, a military veteran and he had a service dog that was a little, like a little teeny tiny pit bull. It was just tiny. Um, and this woman lost her mind, made this, that he was going to be sitting by, lost her mind and, and freaked out. And I understand that people are afraid of animals, right? I, I totally get that. But she could have done it in a way where it didn't disrupt the entire flight. And I just said, I will sit by because I love dogs. But, um, and this flight attendant kept coming over to me and thanking me. And I'm like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. But just like thinking how little things can turn into such big things too, and what they have to deal with. And they have to be the maestros Mm -hmm. to settle that down. I mean, yep. Oh, yeah. And and the the working conditions of flight attendants back in the day, really, it gives you insight to so many cross sections of history. So fly with me. I watched it on YouTube, but you can find it also on PBS.org. I am totally watching. I'm totally watching. I can't wait to watch Mm. this. Boob Tube Bonanza continues. We'll talk uh, Fox's huge hit next level chef. Mm. Uh, If there's time, I, 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 I may get to the. Uh, Wendy Williams documentary. I uh, I got through that over this week, and there's what I just said should be a clue of what I think. Plus, a dirt, uh, the dirt alert in the moment you've been waiting for. WTF trivia. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Alexis. Last year, I enrolled in My Genetics by Health Partners to get a better understanding of my genetic health risks. This community health research study with no cost genetic testing can help detect, prevent, and treat risks before they arise. But I also got to learn more about my ancestry breakdown and lots of interesting genetic traits, like if I'm prone to snoring, my caffeine metabolism, and even my earwax type. 
To learn more, visit healthpartners.com slash your genes.